You're listening to the Spa Strong Podcast, where we empower estheticians to become badass beauty CEOs and build profitable, thriving businesses. We're your hosts, Melissa Ellis, licensed master esthetician. And I'm Royal Ellis, former police officer. Together, we will help you achieve total aesthetics badassery. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with the other beauty professionals you know. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's do this shit. Welcome or welcome back to the Spa Strong Podcast. We're so happy that you are here today. Royal is not with us, but I have the pleasure of being with Gabby, who is our marketing department here at Spa Strong, and she's amazing. And we're just so happy that she is here with us. For those of y'all who have come to our in-person workshops, you've had the pleasure of meeting Gabby before. And for those of you who have not, then you're definitely missing out for sure because Gabby is a gem. Oh, thank you. So Gabby, let's start by, will you just tell our audience, I know you've been on the podcast before, but for those who haven't had the pleasure of listening to you in the past, can you just tell them a little bit about what you do here at Spa Strong and what led you into marketing? Absolutely. So here at Spa Strong, I'm the marketing associate. So I help with social media, with the website, with ads, um, pretty much anything that marketing covers as of right now. And I got into this space in the first place because I ended up helping out a family friend with one of their social media accounts for their business. And I really felt that I had a knack for it. I've always been very creative and that's always come very naturally to me. And so I was able to kind of harness that and put it into creating videos and creating reels and um, doing photography and posting pictures and then finding kind of that strategy and that flow where, oh, okay, people are really interacting with this. People are really engaging with this. Excuse me. And once I, you know, kind of got into my groove with my my friend's business and helping out, and I kind of left that position, um, I originally have a degree in psychology, so I pursued a position in psychology right after I graduated. And I got laid off, which definitely was the universe intervening there. Um, but after that, I was like, okay, let me go back to what I really felt passionate about, which was that creativity. And at the time it was, you know, just social media marketing, but you know, now I'm coming to learn, I enjoy all aspects of marketing and I've really been able to explore that with Spa Strong, which has been incredible. But yeah, I, I ended up interviewing for them and just, I have learned so much here and have just expanded my knowledge about social media marketing and marketing in general. So yeah, it's been amazing. And that's, kind of my my story yeah Gabby (laughs) I mean she does everything like if you've been with Spa Strong for a long time you know that we went recently went through a total and I mean I say recently it's been a year you've been with us for a year which is like so crazy so a year ago when Gabby came on we went through a total rebrand we're so happy with the direction that she has helped us like come into here at Spa Strong all of our content Gabby edits everything. She comes up with so many of our content ideas, um, our blog, our emails, our website, like all of it is thanks to Gabby. And so if, you know, for all of you who give us compliments, like, oh my gosh, your content has been so amazing or your website looks so good, blah, blah, blah. It's Gabby. Thank you very much, Gabby. Here's to you. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for giving me the opportunity to. Oh my gosh. Of course. We're, we always are like, Gabby, don't ever leave us. Ah." (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted Gabby to come on the podcast today so we could talk a little bit about social media and whether or not social media is even necessary in growing your business. Because so many of y'all, when you come into our program or when you reach out to us on social media for questions and support, you're like, 
do I, do I really need to do this? Like, I don't like social media. I hate social media. I don't like being on camera. I don't like making content. Do, do you need to? What, what are some of your thoughts on that, Gabby? Yeah, so it's really, that's an interesting question because I think it, it really depends on your goal. Is it a necessity to have social media while you're running a business? No, I guess, you know, would be the factual answer. But if you want to scale to a certain degree, if you want to open multiple businesses, if you want to reach a large audience and have people know your name and know your brand, then I would say yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. I agree with you for sure. Like I think about one of our um, clients that we had years ago, amazing girl, love her to death. She's based out in Florida and she was working like 60 hours a week, nonstop booked out three or four months in advance, had no social media. Like she had an Instagram page, but she had, I think three posts on it, like a hundred followers and never had time to do anything with it. It was not a factor in her growing her business at all. She just happened to, you know, open a business in an area where everybody needed massage and word spread like wildfire inside of her community and social media did not end up being a factor in her growing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I love that for her. Right. Now, that may not be the case for everyone. And here's here's the thing with social media is that a lot of times if people hear about you in word of mouth, if they hear about you in, you know, on Google, if they see reviews for you or whatever, that's great. They're going to go to their social media to have visual proof that you actually are as good as these other places or other people are saying that you are. So if you're doing something like lash extensions, for example, people may want a visual. Okay, she does lashes. Does she do them according to my standards? Does she do them according to my preferences? Does she make people look, you know, like their eyes are actually hidden because their lashes are so big or are these natural? If you're doing hair, same thing. Like I'm very particular with who does my hair. I need to see pictures of their work first. So you may have a website. And a website could demonstrate all of those things for you. But we happen to live in a society where I think if you are doing something transformational, like visually transformational, people are going to want to just look you up on social media and see that visual proof. A hundred percent. And it really does, I think, depend on your demographic as well, because Mm -hmm. as a consumer of these things, of getting lash extensions and all of this stuff, I a hundred percent every single time go into Instagram and type, Las Vegas lash extension artist, mm-hmm. or, you know, like Las Vegas nails, something like that. And that is the first point of contact now is I will check Instagram first. And if yeah. you're not on Instagram, you're just not even an option for me. So that I think, you know, a lot of the times, who's your demographic it is, you know, are you looking for people in their 50s who necessarily wouldn't go to Instagram as a search engine, but they would go to Google. So it's important to have that good SEO on your website. Mm-hmm. Or is it like, okay, I want 20 year olds and, you know, 30 year olds in here. And I know that they go to TikTok, they go to Instagram. I need to be able to show up on there and and show them because you have so many other competitors now that are showing up on social media. So just why wouldn't you just show up? Yeah. Yeah. I agree 100%. So from here, okay. People are looking for that visual proof. You want to see their work. You want to make sure that it's going to meet your standards, what you're looking for as a consumer. Do you feel then that it's effective to just have a page of before and afters? 
Or should you show yourself? Should you build connection? I feel like I'm answering this question. I'm trying not to. (laughs) Should you build connections with your audience by being visible as a person, a treatment provider? What are your thoughts on that? No, that's a terrible thing. Never build connections. (laughs) Never build trust or loyalty. Don't do it. No, a hundred percent. You got to show your face. And, you know, I, I found my current lash artist because she had this amazing video that I'm sure I think she got professionally done but it kind of showed her the aesthetic of her salon it showed her doing lashes her laughing with the client it just seems like this is a really good experience and okay this is what she looks like and like even though you may not may not think that that's important to somebody that will stand out as opposed to going to somebody else's page in terms of comparison and seeing oh I don't I haven't seen this person. There's just not that much trust there. Yeah. 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 I fully agree. Mm-hmm. You could, cause think about it. You could be such an incredible lash artist, but you know, you're not the only incredible lash artist in your community probably. So if we're looking strictly off of lash work alone and that's all, I mean, we're talking about lashes, but this could apply to waxing. This could apply to nails, like so many other services, right? Clearing up acne, so on and so forth. If the only thing that you're posting though is your work and that's it, there's there's not a ton to to set you apart from the other people who are only posting images of their work. And when you think about what a client needs to go through in order to get their problem solved by you, they have to come in and say, hey, Gabby or Sally or Susie or whoever's listening to this. I don't like this thing about my body. I don't like my nail beds. I don't like my eyebrows. I don't like my eyelashes. I don't like my skin. I don't like my body hair, you know, whatever it is. And wouldn't you rather have that vulnerable conversation with somebody that you like, that you feel like you have an idea of who they are and what they're about and that they're not going to shame you or make you feel bad about this? Like there needs to be that trust but there can't be trust if you're hidden away from your social media. As esthetician coaches, we are here to help you make multiple six figures, get fully booked, become retail selling machines, and change more clients' lives. Listen to what other estheticians are saying about our one-on-one coaching program, the Spa Strong Bootcamp. Zoom with Melissa and Royal, I've been able to invent and start selling a $1,200 package. I haven't had issues with rebooking or having them come back and seeing my reoccurring clients. I was able to leave my full-time job and go completely full-time with my skin studio. I've been selling more product in these past few months of being in quarantine than I was my last few months of being open. Not only has my income increased, but also my confidence. I feel more comfortable selling products to my clients. So I highly recommend working with Spa Strong. Ready to stop dreaming of spa business success and start living it? Go to www.spa-strong.com forward slash discovery call or click the link in our Instagram bio to book a free esthetician discovery call now. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's really important to build that. And especially with social media, because there's so many people on social media, so many businesses. We know this is a highly saturated industry. You need to be doing those things to stand apart. Mm -hmm. And of course we don't want to always see everybody as competition, but it's just, it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I don't know about y'all, but like, think of, think of yourself as a consumer. When I'm looking for a new place to go to, I always compare. 
Like I always go a little bit deeper. I'll start on, you know, um, Instagram and I'll start with a hashtag like Las Vegas waxer or Las Vegas hairstylist or, you know, whatever it may be. And then if I find somebody there, then I compare them to somebody else and I look and I dig and I figure out like based off of what they're posting, then I'll go to Google and I'll look at the reviews. And so I do research because I want to make sure that I'm going to the best for me. All right. And so you have to demonstrate that you're the best for your ideal client by showing up with who you are, not just what you offer. All right. You've got like, yes, the what is great, but the why, why go to you? Well, you can't answer that question if you are completely hidden. Yeah. So make content. (laughs) Yeah. Make content. And it can be a very uncomfortable experience, Mm -hmm. especially if you are just you're not that type of person <laughs> to put yourself on social media. Like certain things make you cringe. Like I get that. Mm-hmm. I really do. But it really is just practice makes it better. You just yeah. have to do it. You have to live in that discomfort. We're, you know, you're a business owner. I'm sure you've done it before for other things. Yeah. This has to be one of those things where you're challenging yourself because you will see the difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. So we highly recommend that if you don't have a social media yet, that you start one because it's not going to hurt you to, right. you know, throw your, how do you say, throw your hat into that ring? Ha- yeah. Throw, throw your, your hat in the ring. Yeah. Whatever that the saying ring. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not going to hurt you to create one more opportunity for you to be visible to your ideal client. Right. And just like Gabby is saying, think about who your ideal client is and where they're spending their time in social media. So if your ideal client is somebody who is on TikTok all the time, then maybe start a TikTok or start an Instagram or something that your ideal client is going to use. Dedicate some time every single week to post content. We highly recommend, listen, on the lowest end, three posts a week. The lowest end. Mm -hmm. Ideally more than that. We would love for you to be posting one to two times daily. Just saying, <laughs> but please start making content. If this is something that you need help with, we would love to support you. Content creation, marketing. This is something that we cover very intensively inside of our client attraction workshop, as well as in our coaching program. So click the link in the episode notes or in our bio, depending on where you're watching this and, um, book a business assessment call so that we can see if what we offer can help you in growing your social media, feeling really confident in it and attracting followers who turn into actual paying clients. Gabby, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. You're fabulous. (laughs) Of course. All right. Thank you all for listening and we will see you in the next episode.